Hi, I'm Midori Verity, mindset coach and TV show host, and we are here with Cut to the Chase. Stepping out beyond boundaries takes courage and the ability to dream. We are excited to share our new audio podcast called Cut to the Chase. The structure of this podcast embodies open dialogue with friends, family, and professional colleagues talking about things that impact our ability to thrive. We hope that you will join our unscripted, unbridled podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase, episode 105, entitled Fuel to the Fire. Now, I know people go, okay, fuel to the fire. Where's Greg going with this? Is this something so far out there that that perhaps, you know, uh, he's going to have us burning at the end of the podcast? Well, to answer that question, I'm going to say yes, because our featured guest today, she is a phenomenal, phenomenal lady with an incredible backstory, with an incredible company, with all types of incredible things going on with her. And she is the exemplary aspect of Fuel to Fire. I will just tell you guys right now before I introduce her, she is Fuel to the Fire. Her infectious energy we're going to be rocking at the end of this podcast. So I'm telling all of my listeners, everybody, hang on because we're coming. <laughs> so anyway, the fun part about all this today is the fact that fuel to the fire can mean so many different aspects. You know, sometimes it can be looked at as combustion. Sometimes it can be viewed as you need a swift kick, you know, to get yourself going. Sometimes it can be a simple mindset thing to basically get you out of your funk and move you into a direction of completing tasks and completing goals. And so sometimes these things require us to look at ourselves and say, I survived because the fire inside of me burned brighter than the fire around me. And then another quote that I have here goes, be fearless in the pursuit of what has set your soul on fire. And so without further ado, our featured guest today is a mindset coach, an author, a TV show host of the Mox Life Show, and a seasoned entrepreneur. Our featured guest has assist ambitions and ambitious professionals to unlock their potential by replacing their subconscious mental barriers to achieve overall success. Her clients go from feeling stuck and overwhelmed to enjoying the soaring levels of success. She's the co-founder of Fuel to the Fire Entrepreneur Group, focused on helping members achieve mass goals using Entrepreneurial Success Triangle. This approach implements accountability systems and coaching. You may have seen her on CBS, Fox, and Thrive Global. She went through a debilitating midlife crisis, which led her to seek answers. She was introduced to a brain science methodology, 
which allowed for her to take back control of her life. Not only did she overcome her depression, but she also released the woman inside who had been hiding for years. One feel confident and determination to do whatever she set her mind to. Today, she has helped hundreds of others who have similar transformation. Her interest has always been in mindset and psychology, and it began when she attended the University of California, where she went on to achieve her degree in communications and sociology. And without further ado, let me welcome to the program, Miss Midori. How are you doing today? I hope I did a stand-up job introducing you. Oh my gosh, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And I can already feel the energy. But yeah, I'm doing fantastic. It's a sunny day here in California, and I'm talking with you, and it's all good. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, certainly welcome to our show. Welcome to the platform. This has been something that uh, I've needed to kind of give me a jolt today, add some gasoline to my fire because, uh, you know, ups and downs of podcasting, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's jump into this, uh, Midori. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, you have had a lot of successes that have that have recently happened, and those things don't come without a lot of grit, you know, sweat equity, tears, and sacrifice. And so earlier on, you went through a part of your life where we would identify that as a midlife crisis. And so as we start to kind of ground our story historically, help us understand where were you at that point in time? Were you still running your your authorship, your your TV show? Were you still coaching at that point in time? Or did all of that happen prior to you having the success that you have today? It actually is the opposite. At okay. that point when I hit my low, I had been running a business with my husband for about 15 years. And I hated it, Greg. Mm -hmm. I absolutely hated it. And I felt like there's no escape. I didn't know what to do to get out. Mm -hmm. uh, and I couldn't see, there's no end in sight. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I kind of silently went into a depression. No one really knew. My husband knew I was getting a little bitchier, but that's about all he knew mm -hmm. because I didn't tell anybody. It was a secret. I was ashamed I, and I just felt kind of helpless and I wasn't used to feeling so inadequate. I don't know if that's the right term, but that's just, sure. you know, kind of how I felt. Sure. And anyway, went through that for about six months until I got sick of myself. I just kind of was tired of feeling that way. And I knew there had to be a better way. I just mm -hmm. had zero clue of what that was. But, you know, you were making some quotes. One thing I will say that has stayed true is where focus goes, energy flows. And so mm -hmm. my focus became 150% about finding a solution. And right. I started going to courses and lectures and everything I could, reading everything I could. And I found neuroscience and brain mm -hmm. science. And through that, that process, I met a gentleman na named Doug Bench, who taught me more about that and how I could, through just the way that I thought and the way that my brain operated, I could change 
everything in my life. And -hmm. what happened with that moment and as things just started clicking is all of a sudden that hopelessness went from dire to feeling like, oh my gosh, I got this. And the best part is I have control and it's all in my brain. So just from there, I started learning everything and fast forward, all the things that I am proud of other than my kids, but all the things as far as my professional career goes that I'm really proud of happened after I learned about neuroscience and how to change our methodology of thinking and behaving and reacting. And that's when I wrote my book. That's when I became a coach. That's when I opened up some different businesses and really started seeing a greater level of intrinsic success, more fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you don't mind me asking, what business did you and your husband um, <clears throat> work in prior to your to your uh, depression? Yeah, so we we still have it actually. It's a business um, that is based on entertainment. So we we're near Silicon Valley, so we do a ton of events over mm-hmm. there, San Jose, Palo Alto, mm-hmm. um, and then for a long time I was doing event planning. And now, yeah. And so that's what I was doing. That business has carried on and it carried on. This is an important thing I think for people to hear. It carried on without me. I Mm -hmm. felt like I couldn't leave because the whole thing would fall apart. Right. And it didn't happen. I learned the techniques on how to scale a business and take, allow myself to be the entrepreneur rather than the manager, rather than the micromanager of everything. And that Mm -hmm. is a huge key when you really want to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's very well um, stated because, uh, you know, myself, I've been, you know, an entrepreneur for 20 some odd plus years. And, you know, I've had those same thoughts earlier on in in some of my business uh, successes that I've had is, you know, if I leave or if I can't take a vacation or if I'm not available when I need to be, you know, when you're dealing with multiple clients and I can only imagine what it's like in event planning, um, that you just seem like things would fall apart. And why do you think that is? I mean, for me, I, I, I you know, I discovered, you know, um, within myself what I needed to adjust and and cope with and deal with, you know, the the own my own mental blocks and pressures that I was applying to myself. But what do you think that was in your situation? Why I felt like I everything revolved around me. Is that what you mean as far as the business goes? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was the one who was bringing, you know, we had the leads coming in. I was the one who was closing them all. And Mm -hmm. in doing a bunch of other things. And what happens with a lot of entrepreneurs is that they get into a business because they love it or they Mm -hmm. have experience in whatever that is. And then they step in as a manager versus an entrepreneur. And there's a big difference. And really what it comes down to is it's important to figure out what you really love, Why did Mm -hmm. you start the business? Know your why. Mm -hmm. Know what's intrinsically important to you. What are your, what are the things that move you? What are the things that excite you? What are you Mm -hmm. passionate about? Mm -hmm. And then create a position for yourself in the business that aligns with that. 
Right. So you don't have to be the person who's running everything. You don't have to be the CEO of your company. You can Mm -hmm. be very successful at being the person who is working with directly with the client, if that's what you love to do, because Mm -hmm. then you'll be more successful. It's, it's, I call it the zone of genius. Stay in your zone of genius, learn how to find others outside of yourself that are great at what you're weak at. And that's mm-hmm. how you start a stronger business. But I think it's natural for those who are not as experienced in business to come in and feel like you need to be doing everything. And that's mm-hmm. such a mistake. And once you can step back and learn how to do it a different way so that you're doing only the things that you love, your business will grow for one, but also you will find more fulfillment and enjoyment in your business. And that's that's so key and why we become an entrepreneur is because we want a better life, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love your phrase, uh, stay in your zone of genius. That <laughs> We may coin that phrase in, uh, in the motto that we pull out of this quote, or excuse me, out of this podcast. <laughs> it's key. It's key. Yeah. And people, people don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, you can't, possibly probably in the early inception stages of the of the ideology of you know the concept and you know getting the business structured and other various things but there are just so many hats that are required for small business owners and you know whether you're starting out as a mom and pops and you're transcending into like a franchise or you're growing and scaling or you're starting out just as a as a business owner with a great idea. And then of course you have to raise capital, you know, which is a whole nother animal in itself that uh, one has to go through conceivably that they believe it's going to be easy, but it really, really is hard because there's a lot of relationship building and tactical discussions and negotiating. And if you're not good at any of that stuff, then uh, by all means, you should certainly, as you as you said, you know, uh, stay in your zone of genius and basically bring in others that will allow for you to be uh, successful in those areas. I mean, very, very insightful, you know, uh, just great points, you know, all the way around. So let's kind of dive into a little bit of you get through the other side of the tranche with your midlife crisis and now things start to really click for you. And a lot of people say, hey, you know, that's like having your mojo. That's like everything you do turns to goal. That's like uh, having yourself sitting on top of the mountain and you're kind of looking down. What was that like for you to realize that now nothing internal, you know, mind, body or soul was stopping you from fulfilling your destiny? Yeah. You know, it wasn't an easy road Mm -hmm. and I've done a ton of research and a ton of studies, you know, in addition to what I did in college, which did help me with a lot of, um, the, of the process to get me to where I am today, Mm -hmm. meaning the mindset and the psychology Mm -hmm. behind that, because what, because being an entrepreneur is hard. It is Mm -hmm. hard. There is, you don't just switch on a button, everything all of a sudden clicks and it's easy and the clients just start rolling in and you're doing Mm -hmm. great. That Mm -hmm. doesn't happen very, very rarely. So what I did instead is I learned how to tap into what made me tick. 
What mm-hmm. did I love? What made my heart sing? And I, I have a personal mission statement and I also have one for my business and everything is aligned with that. So any endeavor that I go after, I make sure it is in alignment with my personal mission statement, which the personal mission statement includes what I love, what I'm passionate about, what my most important goals in life are. And so mm-hmm. when you have that and when your business that you are are creating or that you have is also in alignment with that, when you get those punches to the gut, when you get knocked to your knees, it is mm-hmm. a lot easier to get up and keep going because you have a bigger reason for what you're doing. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, uh, a lot of my listeners have heard, you know, bits and pieces of, of my setbacks, you know, that, that happened back in 2012. And, uh, you know, it was pretty detrimental, you know, with, with regards to, you know, going through a, a, you know, kind of a horrific divorce and, you know, you lose everything, you, you move on in your life. And then of course you lose a parent. And then on top of that, you know, as a business owner, things are not working very well. So you end up taking a significant loss, you know, with your business that year as well, because economically things were not going quite as well as what was really previously forecast. And so when you have, you know, that trifecta, you know, approach that hits you three strikes and you're out, it's like a slap in the face. And like you said, being an entrepreneur is not easy. You know, you really have to have the resiliency, the the uh, perseverance, and 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 all of those things kind of, you know, with com- with a combination of sometimes even thick skin, to be able to kind of move yourself uh, forward without falling into uh, a mental state of something that that really could be detrimental to you. And and I was on the verge of that, you know, and I felt like, oh my god what is my why? You know, why am I doing this? Why, why do I have so much motivation and passion towards doing what I'm doing? And it was all because for me, I enjoy helping people. I enjoy connecting with people. I enjoy uh, being able to help individuals really kind of see where they're going, but yet maybe they didn't know how to plan how to get there. And so a lot of my my work on my management consultancy side was related to just that, helping these big business, multi-billion dollar companies basically kind of get themselves out of harm's way, back on track, and operating off a, re- a robust program that they could actually see where they're going week after week, month after month, year after year. And so when all those things fell apart, it was like, no one needs me. You know, you start having these crazy thoughts, like no one needs me. No one wants to hire the company. No one wants this. No one wants that. And it really wasn't my fault. It was just a, it was just a natural, natural attenuation of, of time that was going on. Monies were not being spent. But when you start to have yourself entrenched in those circumstances for so long, you know, for well over a decade, and you're just growth after growth after growth after growth, and then it just kind of gets stripped away from you. Like I said earlier, it's it's an eye opener. You know, it's it's a real eye opener. And so for me, you know, I was just I was just stating that because it took me a little bit of time to reignite my fire you know, to find that motivation and those drivers and that passion to really kind of kick myself in the deer ear and basically say, okay, let's get back on the horse 
and let's get after this. And of course, let's go for it. Full steam ahead. No regrets. Leave the past in the past, you know, and kind of move forward. And so I figured I'd just share that with you because I know the importance of hitting that low point as well as, like you said, picking yourself back up and also realize the significance that are contributing factors to what is built inside your DNA. And you you know from your heart of hearts in a lot of cases, nine times out of 10, just like what, what happened with you, you're doing a job and you're just not happy. And it just makes you miserable. Every day you got to go in and you got to work and you're just like, I'm not being fulfilled. And I had gotten to that point to a certain extent when I realized that there was nothing I could do to bring it all back. You know, I've had to think about things differently. And so my next question to you is when circumstances happen, before we start talking about Fuel to the Fire, the entrepreneurial group that you've co-founded, when things like that happen and you're placed, you know, stick in the ground looking out 360 degrees, trying to decipher which direction to go. How do you pick and choose? How did you pick and choose where to really kind of sort your path in the direction? Like you said, you read books, you sought out neuroscience, but what were some of the other contributing factors that that help you kind of get out of that, that situation? Yeah. You know, I want to back up for a second because you brought up some really important factors that I think a lot of people have experienced in the last year with COVID Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the effects of that. So many business businesses, whether you're an employee working for a company or you have your own company have been incredibly affected by what had happened. So, Mm -hmm. What I want to talk about with that is that we all have the power to react in the way that we want to react. Mm-hmm. It's it's intrinsic. So we can react. Here's what, what commonly happens. And I saw it in my own household. You know, everyone in my family is an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And what happens is when there's something that is horrific that happens, we often react out of fear. And so what happens is when you're reacting out of fear, you become paralyzed, you become more scared and you stay focused. Focus is the main key word here Mm -hmm. on that fear. And when you're staying in that zone, you can't change anything. Mm -hmm. However, if you are able to look at it from a point of view, we're talking about mind science and the way that react to things is really what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. When you are able to look at it from a different point of view and say, okay, here's the situation going on right now. Things, it's time for things to pivot. And if you're going to be a long-term entrepreneur, you have to learn the skill of the pivot. It's just the way it is. If you want to stay right. ahead, you have to learn that. Right. And so you look at what's going on and decide, okay, here's where we are. Here's what we have. What are the opportunities? Mm-hmm. What can we do now to make things fly again? Who mm-hmm. needs help? How can we fit in? What are we good at? And then most importantly, this comes back to the question that you just asked me, what 
is your personal mission statement. What is intrinsically important to you? What makes your heart sing? And how can you bring that out to the world? When you Mm -hmm. come at it from that standpoint, things aren't scary anymore. You start to open your eyes to the opportunities out there. And that's what helped me start Fuel to Fire. Mm-hmm. And it was out of that. And it created this excitement because I knew that I was going to be out helping people just like we're talking about. These entrepreneurs who are kind of like, holy cow, what just happened to me? I went from making X amount of dollars to half or nothing. And I don't know what to do. And giving them that power back on how to shift because there are answers and there are people that are doing really, really well because they were able to make that pivot. And there's no reason why all these entrepreneurs out there can't do that as well. It might take more energy, but there are ways to do it. And so that's what I want people to remember is that it's the way that we react is the key. And often Mm -hmm. we are conditioned to react out of fear. When something happens, we we automatically react out of fear. And it goes back to our childhood and our experiences. Doesn't matter, but that is just kind of the natural tendency. So I really wanted to address that because what you brought up is so important to what's happening with people right now. And another important fact to know is entrepreneurship is not for the, it's, it's for, you have to be, yeah, you have to be a little bit crazy. You have to be, you have to have a few screws left to be a true entrepreneur. And they do, entrepreneurs do have one of the highest rates of suicide. Mm -hmm. And so that's another thing that drives me because I also know it can be one of the most incredible experiences in your life that is exciting and fun and fulfilling, but you just have to approach it from, from the direction of, why you're doing it and make Mm -hmm. sure that every day you're aligned with that. Why? And then you can make things fly. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I certainly agree with you 100% on that. Uh, you know, my wife looks at me every single day and goes, I don't know how you're doing it with the three different endeavors that I have going on right now and, and trying to stay sane, but you're right. I mean, though, all of those points that you made were, were right on target, you know, as it relates to entrepreneurs and, and how they have to really have that focus, you know, they have to be a little bit, you know, screw loose in the same aspect. And then, um, in a lot of cases, in a lot of cases, sometimes, you know, the pivoting aspect and the unpredictability, as you've said, um, really can push you over the edge. And you have to be kind of cognizant and aware of just what your limitations are. And if you're not strong-willed or strong-minded or passionate enough to kind of push yourself through those type of things in the right frame of mind or context, um, then entrepreneurship is, is definitely not for you because, uh, you know, I've been there, done that. I've, uh, you know, hit the bottoms of the bottoms of the lows, you know, many, many years ago and, and recovered. But, you know, you have to have that mindset that basically uh, puts you in the position that you know that you don't want to have your fire extinguished. And to me, that's what it has really been about. It's like I never could see myself going back into 
corporate America. I mean, it's I've been outside of it for too long. I mean, I could see myself being, you know, stir crazy. I mean, I would I'd be like you. I'd be like, I hate this. I hate this. I can't do it. You know, so uh, this is where my home is, at least for me, you know, and I'm sure there's others out there that can resonate with what I'm saying. But certainly the entrepreneurial side of of my way of life um, is is most beneficial for for me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. And and a lot of people get stuck in jobs that they mm-hmm. hate. That mm-hmm. they hate. And mm-hmm. I would invite them to find to really think deep about what's important to them. And sometimes they can stay in the job that they're in and just come at it from a different frame of mind. Right. It's in, you know, if you're going to your job thinking, I hate my job, I hate my job, I hate my job, you're going to hate your job. However, mm-hmm. if you can see your job from the standpoint of, you know what, I, it's really important to me to help people feel happier. And then mm-hmm. you can approach your job from that standpoint of, wow, I'm bringing joy to these people. When they come in, they may feel a certain way. By the time they leave after working with me, they're feeling good. And that just that one little step can bring you way more fulfillment and gratitude in your job and your everyday step. And then from there, you can build your confidence and then you can start taking bigger steps to change your life. Mm-hmm. All of this mm-hmm. is mindset. And the beauty of it is it's free and we have the power of it. You yeah. just have to learn how to tap in. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. So I like to segue just a little bit because what we've been talking about is something that you as being a co-founder of Fuel to the Fire Entrepreneurial Group is something that is helping achieve massive success with hundreds of members utilizing your successful uh, triangle, uh, entrepreneurial success triangle uh, approach and implementation strategies. And so I'm going to extract some things that my team pulled away to kind of help folks understand really where fuel to the fire entrepreneurial groups vision capabilities, services, and skills really offer, you know, a turnkey approach to get you out of the funk. And so the first question I have for you is why is it that Fuel to the Fire is the right group for an entrepreneur? Yeah. You know, it, it, it goes back to all the things that we've really been discussing. Sure. My, my co-founder, Erin Joy, she has been an entrepreneur for decades as well. And she owns a company called Black Dress Circles. She's been running masterminds and helping women in business. Um, she's helped people get into the Inc. 5000. She, she's a she is a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. So she knows a ton about business and the fundamentals. I, of course, I have been in the trenches for three decades running my own businesses and also helping business founders um, expand their businesses and and tap into their zone of genius like we've talked about. But mm-hmm. what we have done is we've taken her zone of genius 
and my zone of genius, and we've combined it. So mm-hmm. we have pro- we show you how to do your personal mission statement. We show you how to do a bit, you know, a, a professional business plan. We show you all kinds of things, but we also include the the triangle that you're talking about. So the accountability which is key whenever you want to really push your business and push your goals, having a strong accountability group has been proven to be an instrumental part. So you end up Mm -hmm. pushing yourself farther than you would have on -hmm. your own. So Mm -hmm. that it incorporates that you're in a pod of four for 90 days. 90 days is also, everything's very strategic in what we've done, what we've set up. So 90 days has also been proven to be the sweet spot for achieving your goals when you chunk Mm -hmm. them down into 90 days. So that's the accountability part. The systems include the frameworks. If you want to make your business a lot easier, you need to have the right systems in place. So Mm -hmm. we teach you how to set up, you know, your finances and your, you know, all your systems in your business so that you can train others to do it much easier so that Mm -hmm. then you can focus your brain power on the things that are important, that you are good at, your zone of genius. And when Mm -hmm. you can combine that, your business will grow. And it will be much more enjoyable. And then the third aspect is the coaching. And that's where Aaron and I come in. And then we also bring in just powerhouses that we, from our own you know, database that we know to come in and help. We have a gentleman named um, Angel Rebo who's coming in and he helps companies or he helps businesses learn how to access corporations, how to get into corporations, how to speak their speak. We have him mm-hmm. coming in. We have all kinds of people. We have Andrea Arco, who's this marketing and PR whiz. She's helped us with everything. She's coming in. We have all kinds of people. So anyway, that's a triangle. And then the the part that makes it more tangible for so many more businesses is that we set the price point at $99 a month. That's mm-hmm. why we can help so many businesses because if you have, even if you were, you know, we have one guy who has come in, his business, uh, he had 55 employees before COVID. Now mm-hmm. he's down to 11. So imagine the impact that it had on his business. Right. So he's, you know, he's watching every single penny, but he knows the ROI of investing $99 a month is going to be way higher. So Anyway, that's that's what we've done for business owners. Wow, sounds like a uh, a full uh, turnkey lesson in really understanding all of the ins and outs of not only the accountability and the systems and a coaching, but really like you've stated, setting yourself up for success. Now, do you guys also go into for lack of better terms, capital raising, fundraising? Do you have uh, affiliated networks of folks that uh, can help improve upon how you present yourself or or um, how your deck should be viewed in, in the eyes of a potential investor and, and helping you identify those strategic uh, positioning position points that would be uh, successful for where you're trying to go with your business? Is that something you guys also offer as well? 
Yeah. So how we how we help with that is we're not the experts in that and we don't pretend mm-hmm. to be. However, mm-hmm. we know people who are. So mm-hmm. we will connect you with the people who are vetted that can help you in that area. And so that's what we do. We have a big Rolodex between Aaron and myself. We know quite a few people and if you are looking for a particular thing, we know where to send you. Sure. 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 Well, uh, you know, it's, it's almost music to my ears to hear a program, um, you know, a 90, $99 a month and in three months. I mean, it's not like you've lost your shirt and you haven't lost your hat and you still have a huge return on investment, which is knowledge because you've invested in yourself as opposed to, and, and I'll just be frank, you know, I've, I've seen so many programs out there today where we're talking literally in the thousands of dollars and it is not even hands-on, it's self-serve. I mean, you get a barrage of information that you're required to read, digest, test upon, and only if you get to a certain criteria are you able to to advance, you know, with regards to uh, uh, moving towards the direction of, of, of let's just say, uh, investment potential. And it's just so cyclical right now that folks have been taken advantage of and and really manipulated in ways that, you know, even though we're talking about fuel to the fire, it's also fuel the bad side of, of things mm-hmm. as well in, in society. And it's just heart wrenching, you know, to to really see that, you know, the the not that I have anything against capitalism, but, you know, the the capitalistic, the old ways of uh, do whatever it takes, you know, and it doesn't matter who we harm, you know, still exist. And uh, as being an entrepreneur, that's never been the way that that I've tried to operate any of my businesses. But in the same aspect, you know, I've tried to provide a wholesome well comprehensive type of service so that at the end of the day when I go to sleep I can wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and say that I did my best my company did its best and we gave them more than what they've asked for and uh, certainly you know to all of our entrepreneurs and business owners that are out there you know please be cognizant and aware of what you're signing up for do your due diligence because honestly Midori has described a program here that I have never even heard of ever, you know, in all of my years of being an entrepreneur that works in a fashion to way her and her co-founder have presented this program for helping entrepreneurs kind of get out of their own way, have the right tools, be successful, come out of it in 90 days, well-educated, well-rounded, and on the pathway to success. There's not another one out there that I've seen particularly being hands-on. So make sure you do your homework to all of my entrepreneurs that are listening to this program and certainly be cognizant and aware of that. So sorry about that, <laughs> Midori. I, I didn't want to get off onto a soapbox, but to me, when I when I did the research on you guys' program, I found it to be very fulfilling with regards to the simple aspects of making sure that folks are getting what they're paying for and it's digestible enough and you've got that hands-on, one-on-one type of uh, 
classroom or cohort setting where it's not like you're trying to deal with 100 people every single week, 100 different people every single week. You know, you guys have cut that size down and it's beautiful. I mean, I, I wish you guys tremendous, tremendous amount of success. And, uh, you know, I'm an advocate for what you guys are doing because I think more entrepreneurs need to really know what they're getting themselves into and not have to go through it the way you and I went through it. We went through the school of hard knocks. We kind of drink from the fire hose. It's <laughs> so true. Yes. And when you were talking about, you know, those programs where you pay thousands of dollars and then you end up with nothing in the end, I've uh, right. been there, done that. And there's nothing more frustrating, mm-hmm. but really when you look at entrepreneurship and the things that work, the accountability part of this is a mm-hmm. huge part of it. You're not alone, right? right? There's nothing worse than trying to make these big fat decisions and being scared and feeling stuck. When you're in a group of other peers, they help push you. And so mm-hmm. I will say this, the reason why I thought of this program is because when I went off on my own, when I split from the company that my husband and I had, I found an accountability group. And mm-hmm. during, I was with it for about, I think nine months, I stayed, stayed with this group. During that time period, I wrote a book and produced a book. I mm-hmm. created an online program, I, you know, the whole framework, all parts of it. And I had people helping me along the way with my pod of accountability. And I started to get clients. And mm-hmm. that created a momentum to keep me going. And mm-hmm. when there were times where I felt like, oh my gosh, nothing's working. I'm trying these Facebook ads and nothing's working and I'm spending money and I don't know what to do. They were there to pick me up and keep me moving forward. And right. fast forward, it's been you know a long, long, it's been a long time since I, I was there. But that was so important to me because that was like someone had my back. And they spoke my language. It wasn't like talking to a friend or my parents who are like, well, I don't know, stop spending money. You know, it's people who understood where I was and how I felt. And there's a Mm -hmm. lot of value in that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Having that synergy and that camaraderie when you're in the trenches and you're having to deal with things that, you know, internally your family just can't relate. You know, for me and my family, you know, I was the first a family member to go off and have, you know, a, a multi-million successful, you know, uh, uh, running company for, for over a decade or so. And then, you know, eventually uh, I moved on from that. And, uh, and, and, you know, looking back upon that, I always ask myself, even back then when I was going through it, I said, why didn't I take the time to really reap the benefits in a way to where I could have, you know, shared the knowledge. And eventually I did, you know, but it took a little bit of time. I shared the knowledge that I had grown with my brother and uh, he's off running his successful company, but transferring that so that you would have people that you could relate to, that you could talk to. Because for me, growing up in a small town in Mississippi, you know, yeah, people had businesses, you know, whether they were doing hair or, or, or cooking or whatever the case may be, but it was nothing like that was relatable to what I was doing. I was doing a management consultancy business, you know, and you're dealing with all walks of life when it comes to, you know, large corporations and, and the whole capitalism approach of doing business and time is money and so forth and so on. And so it was really, really scary. 
But when it came down to having, like you said, that type of accountability group, at least back then for me, there wasn't one, you know, I mean, there wasn't one. I mean, I had friends, I had peers and things like that, but where you really needed it to count was being able to open up the door and have just a, a wave of people that you can just say, all right, look, this is where I'm at and have them truly understand, you know, the intricate details of where you are, because either they've gone through it themselves and they've come out of it or they're in it at this moment in time. And so, you know, hats off to you and your partner for developing this, because that's important. It really, really is. Yeah. Thank you. That's, you know, that's the thing. We, we can't coach people one-on-one for $99 a month, but we can help guide you so that you have what you need to be able to be really successful at an affordable price. So Yeah. yeah, that's, that's what we are. You know, our mission is to help so many businesses internationally that we improve whole communities because Mm -hmm. there is such value in the entrepreneurs in a community. They, they spend money, they hire, Mm -hmm. they um, are, you know, they're they're usually action takers. So they're involved in the community. So if we want to improve this world, I strongly believe that by focusing on empowering these entrepreneurs, that is going to move us forward a lot quicker. Totally agree. Totally, totally agree with you. So, uh, Midori, this has been like, uh, I, I kind of gave you, you know, a little segue. I said, Hey, I needed a jolt of energy. Well, I feel like I've just drank three Cokes now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Anytime. You, uh, you, 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 you certainly, uh, have that infectious, uh, uh, ability to, to basically bring it all home. And I, and I, and I've loved the, you know, kind of the, the kind of bantering the back and forth that we've had in, in, in really making sure that we kind of complemented and, and kind of congruently really brought, you know, this story to life because it's, it's important, you know, it's, it's even more important today than it has ever been in the past because we're in this wake of change and the change has happened so, so rapidly that you don't want to miss out because what you're thinking about this week may not be, what you perceive it is a month from now. And so you got to capitalize. You literally have to capitalize. Yeah. So, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, you know, think of it as an opportunity instead mm-hmm. of something scary. What's the opportunity that's in front of you? Really look and see maybe is there someone you can work with to help you get mm-hmm. to this new place? And mm-hmm. how can your life change? And so I don't care where you are financially. Or, you know, with your business, but see it as an opportunity. And Mm -hmm. I promise more doors will start opening for you. Right. Right. Amen to that for sure. I'm going to share with you a story when we get off the podcast. (laughs) Okay, great. I can't wait to hear it. Well, we're almost out of time. So Miss Midori, do you have any closing remarks or are there any type of, uh, takeaways that you would like to leave with our listeners or or even some of our entrepreneurs that are out there right now that are considering, do I have what it takes? You know, what would you say to those people? You know, I would say start with 
you can look up on, you know, just do a search personal mission statement. Just start with mm-hmm. something simple like that mm-hmm. because you really need to understand what is most intrinsically important to you. And when you can line up your entire life based mm-hmm. on that, you know that you'll be taking action steps to move you towards a life that you love. And so it doesn't matter if you do it through entrepreneurship. It doesn't matter if you do it through your career. It doesn't matter if you do it through your relationships. But when everything's congruent in that way, when it's in alignment with who you are and what your core values are, you Mm -hmm. will end up in a good place. Excellent. It's as simple as that. Excellent. excellent. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And so to our listeners... And Miss Midori, I have one final quote to kind of bring this all home. And it basically goes, don't let yourself be deceived. Your key influences, influencers are already having conversations, whether or not you've begun to market the initiative to interact with them. However, engagements will be fuel to the fire behind their conversations and allow you to generate more positive content, sales, or services about your products and your company. And so to everyone that has just heard that, don't be deceived by saying you can't or be deceived by the fact that you feel like you're overwhelmed or be deceived by what others are saying about you. If there's one important fact you take away from this podcast today is find that accountability, not only within yourself, but in others that have the capability of being able to hold you accountable and only great things will come. And so, Ms. Midori, thank you very much. We certainly appreciate having you on this program. This has been episode 105 entitled Fuel to the Fire. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Be safe. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to Cut to the Chase. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Cut to the Chase. You'll also find even more great content on our website at www.k2tcpodcast.com. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.